following is a message from Pastor Kelly Hewitt and Live It, a ministry of St. Marcus. For more information or for message notes, go to www.liveitmke.org. For some of you, the comment I'm about to make is going to bring back bad memories, and I apologize. When you hear the Magnificat and the psalm we're taking a look at, makes you kind of fast forward to Christmas. And I mean Christmas in the sense of the message, we don't need to be thinking of snow since it's finally gotten into the 70s, and all the cold things. But as we take a look at the psalm that was chosen, and as you take a look and we say thank you to Tracy and for the music and ministry she's done here, but also as we say thank you to the Koine for the work they do, there's no more, probably no more fitting psalm than Psalm 96 or Psalm 98. And so I'm going to ask him to put it up there, and we're going to look at the first couple of verses today. And we're just going to pause for a moment and meditate on them and just dig into them a little bit. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. How fitting, right? When you take a look and you think about the ministry of Koine, you take a look at how, Koine has been, how Tracy's been a part of that ministry, they've written a lot of new songs, right? Or at least new arrangements to songs that we've known and loved for a long time. And while that's part of what this psalm means, the psalm actually takes you to a different point. The psalm writer, as he begins writing the psalm to us, he's saying there needs to be a new song that needs to be sung. For so long, the song had been sung of you obey God and he will love you. And as the psalm writer is writing the psalm, the the message is changing. God loves you just like he's loved unfaithful Israel. God loves you. He's not going to wander. We need to write this new song, this new song that his right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. This isn't something, if you, if you take a look at all of the world religions that exist, some of you have taken cursory overview looks at, at world religion courses. There's only one religion in the entire world that teaches someone has done something for you and it matters nothing about you and what you've done. That's Christianity. And that's the, the song that he's saying. Sing a new song. Sing a song that the people will want to sing. Sing a new song that people are going to rejoice. Sing a song that people are, are going to get people into the word because they need to hear this fantastic message that the Lord has worked out salvation for each and every one of us. It doesn't matter how good I've been. It doesn't matter if I've lived the right lifestyle, eaten the right foods, or paid enough money to the right organizations. It says it's all about him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He says, guess what? I've put my my power on display for you. If you take a look at the rest of the psalm, you get this picture of the world testifies to the fact that Jesus is who he said he was. That God is who he says he is. That he's going to do and he has done what he said he was going to do. And he says, guess what? Everybody knows it. There's a reason why in every world religion, every world religion has a comment on who Jesus is and how Jesus fits into their religion. Do you realize that? Everything, every world religion has a comment on who this Jewish guy was who lived around 0 AD. Everybody does. Why? Because they all have to testify to the fact that he lived. 
and have to justify to the fact that he was a monumental figure, figure in history. And God says that the reason for that is because, hey, I'm going to make myself known. I'm going to make it known that I have sent my son to die for your sins and it doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you've come from. Because he loves you, I love you, and have sent him to die for you. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. This is one of those pictures. If you take a look at Scripture, even if you do that high-level overview of the Old Testament, there's one thing you're going to learn really quick. It's not that Israel was such a lovable group of people. They're a lot like 21st century Americans. In many respects, they're a lot like 21st century Milwaukeeans. They were hard-headed, they were stubborn, they wanted to go their own way, and yet what does he say? I am going to love you despite who you've become. Despite the tracks you've chosen to strike, the decisions you've made, I am going to be faithful to you, I am going to love you. That is who I am as a God. Go ahead and put the next one up there. And so he says, shout for joy, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Use music to make my message known. Use music to remind yourself and to sing the songs so that when Satan attacks you, when you're sitting there and you're struggling to remember a passage, that the musical overtones are carrying the message of Christ has died for you to you at that time when you're struggling. Do you know music is the last thing to go with memory loss? Do you realize that? You can walk into it... For people who have spent their lives worshiping, and I've done this personally, someone who doesn't know my name, someone who doesn't know the children that they've born, who's sitting in a memory unit in, in an old folks' home, if I walk in and I sing songs like Joy to the World, guess what? They have instant recall, many of them. They can sing Joy to the World. They can sing Amazing Grace. Why? Because for some reason, God has wired our brains so that when we mix music and song together, it embeds so deep in our memory that even when the rest of our memory has gone, songs bring back that message of who our Savior is. Songs bring back that message of what He has done for us. Songs bring back that new song that we have a Savior who's loved us and has died for us and that is taking care of us even though right now we don't know what our name is. That's an amazing gift, isn't it? And that's the song, the psalm is all about that. Write a new song. Write something that people are going to sing that is going to be so ingrained in them that no matter where they're at in history and their lives, that it's going to bring back that message of who Jesus is and what he has done for them. I'm going to tell you that is a very unique gift that God has given to his church and the musicians that we have here through the musicians of Koine, through Tracy's Gifts, through a number of others that they team with, there's a lot of Christian music being written that don't have this sole message of who Jesus is and what he has done for us. This is a time where we say thanks, where we give thanks to God for his gifts to his church, where we give thanks for that gift to us so that when we're struggling, when we need that message spoken to us, and guess what? We're not sitting in church, and guess what? We're not Facebook and pastor. Guess what? We're listening to our, our iPods or whatever the music is on your computer, and you're listening to it, and you're hearing those songs, and you're hearing God speak to you. You are a forgiven child of mine, whom I deeply love, and whom I've gone to great lengths to buy back. 
Sing a new song. When Satan has come and attacked and, he is, and, and God has conquered him, sing that new song. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. This is the picture of a wedding party. Not one of those solemn, high, like very proper wedding parties. This is that wedding party where somebody brought the air horn. And as soon as you say, you may kiss the bride, the party begins and it is just this great celebration. That's the picture he's laying out. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with the trumpets and the blasts of the ranhorn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. This huge picture he has. Make a lot of music. Make a lot of joy. Don't be quiet about praising what God has done for you. And he closes this out. And this is where I tell you this is the Christmas theme because the theme for the song, Joy to the World, is from Psalm 96 and Psalm 89. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. This is why we sing the message. This is why we sing his song, so that the world may know he is coming. And then when he comes, he is going to judge. And for those who know him, this isn't a scary thing because we know the songs. We know that new song that he has placed in our hearts, that he has won our salvation. So let us continue to sing a new song. Let us continue to thank God for the gifts of musicians and those who craft the songs for us to sing, that they continue to write songs that focus us on our Savior so that we can praise him and glorify him, that the world may know who our Savior is and what our God has done. Amen.